In regards to the mitzvah that Hashem commanded the Yidin in Mitzrayim, and you shall eat the carbon Pesach on this night, meaning the night when they were going at him before they went out of Mitzrayim, you shall eat it with matzah and murder. As in the Nacht von Tezvav Nissen, that during the night of the 15th of Nissen, Zaindik Noch in Mitzrayim, while they were still in Mitzrayim before they had left, they had to eat matzah then. In regards to this mitzvah, we find something very strange. Because it's just a question that it's strange, it would seem to be a strange thing. By the Mitzvah of Achilles Matzah Lederis, in regards to the mitzvah of eating matzah that had to then that then continued for all time for all generations that you didn't eat matzah on Pesach, which is brought in Parashira A. Zok the Torah, the Torah says, Shivas Yom Teichel Matzahs. For seven days you shall eat matzahs. Lechem Oini, the poor man's bread. Kivachaposin Yatsosim Eretz Mitzrayim, because you left Mitzrayim in a hurry. And from them learned Menop, and from this pasuk we know the mitzvah. We know now the mitzvah that the matzah muz zayin lechem oini dafkeda. The matzah must be poor man's bread, which means nishkai matzah ashira, not rich matzah. Which means that it can't be matzah which has juices or anything and other liquids. It has to be flour and water. That's matzah, and no other juices can be uh, included in matzah. That's called poor man's bread. When we bowed as by Pesach Mitzrayim, the Parshasena, but in regards to Pesach that, that the Yidin celebrated in Mitzrayim before they left, which is mentioned in our Parsha, in Parsha Vay, Vert Nijdamant, in our Parsha doesn't mention anything about poor man's bread, is Mashma, so we would see, Mazdemotom Yidin Gekend Yoytzezenem Chiyuv, Funachilus Matzah, Eichmet Matzah Shira, that while they were still in Mitzrayim and they were eating matzah that night, doesn't say that Hashem didn't tell them that they have to eat poor man's bread, which means flour and water, matzah. So it would seem that they were able to mix other juices into it. So based on this, we can understand that although in the future, for the rest of time, after Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, the, the matzah that we eat on Pesach has to be poor man's bread, Meaning flour and water only is but by Geulus Mitzrayim Gufa given on Orat of Matzah Shira When at the time when they before they were redeemed from Mitzrayim the night before the Yitzias Mitzrayim they could have had they wanted to eaten matzah which had other juices in it as well. But does Gufa but this in itself Nishbe Eis the Yitzias from Mitzrayim that was only true before they left Mitzrayim but when they were on their way out of Mitzrayim. They couldn't eat matzah shira because then they ate poor man's bread. Nor far the as The only time they were able to eat rich man's bread, meaning to say flavored bread, would be before they left Mitzrayim. On their way out, they were eating already poor man's bread, which is expressed in the fact that it wasn't given. They weren't given the opportunity to let it rise. And so on. This was, in other words, a cheap, uh, some sort of a second-class bread, not a 
a tasty bread, not a bread which had been allowed to be prepared in the proper way. So on their way out of Mitzrayim, they were already eating lechem oini, but the night before, they were still permitted to eat flavored bread. Beis. Pesach Mitzrayim is the Mokavishvedish of Pesach of Matzashol Since Pesach, that the Yidin celebrated in Mitzrayim, is the paradigm. That's where the, the all future Pesachs take their initi- initiative from that original Pesach. That's the paradigm of all Pesachs. And all Matzah for the future is moving. So it's understood as the Inin now by Pesach Mitzrayim that this idea <coughs> that during Pesach Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim as a preparation to leaving Mitzrayim because that's when they ate the first carbon Pesach and the first matzah the night before they left in preparation of leaving Mitzrayim is done as soon as Shira and in that in that context there is a possibility for flavored bread matzah so there must be something in the future Pesachs which also reflect that idea that as a preparation to leaving Mitzrayim, there is this concept that there could be flavored matzah. Although not literally, but that the idea exists. And one expression of this is brought in the Mardachai. That was a, one of the early writers, Arishan. As Bizman Shabbat he writes that in the time when the Bezimedish was stood, stood they would make the seder what we call the seder the eating of the, of the matzah and the murder and so on and the carbon pesach they did all that after they had eaten their whole meal they first ate the meal then they began the seder they did not eat the matzah which is eaten as a mitzvah until after they had already eaten a meal and they were satisfied, then they began to uh, conduct the Seder, the mitzvahs of the night. Um mayhem, so he says, and during their, their time, during that time, um, they ate flavored matzah during the regular meal, before they began the Seder. Today, why did they eat flavored meals, flavored matzah specifically? Why couldn't they eat regular matzah? Because the reason is because when they were eating they were washing for the meal this was just dinner so to speak before the Seder began so they were going to wash and eat matzah but they didn't want to be eating matzah the kind of matzah that they would be using to fulfill the mitzvah of matzah until after they finished the meal so when they washed at the beginning of the meal, the regular, ordinary meal, they didn't want to eat that lechem oini, the unflavored matzah, which is going to be reserved for the mitzvah. That's when they're going to make the bracha on the eating of the matzah and so on. So they ate something that they couldn't fulfill the mitzvah with, which is flavored matzah. You can't fulfill the mitzvah with it, so they washed for that, ate that with the meal, and then they got to the seder where they did the mitzvah of eating matzah, which they used regular matzah like we do, the lechem oini, the poor man's bread. So therefore, over there you see that there is already, even on the night of the Seder, there is the idea of eating lech, uh, flavored matzah. And in a similar way, we find something in our day and age. In other words, today we don't do that. 
because we do the Seder before we begin to eat the regular meal so how do we find that you can eat matzah, shira, flavored matzah be, uh, even as a preparation for Yitzhiyus Mitzrayim the din is because the Allah is as Erev Pesach Kedem Shah series on Erev Pesach before the 10th hour meaning before the, uh, the afternoon during the afternoon you're not allowed to eat anything anymore in preparation for the Seder you don't want to be full when you come to the Seder so, but before the 10th hour when it's still early enough that you're not going to be full when you get when you start to say that Hagam etarnish esen kai matzah even though it's prohibited to eat matzah on Erev Pesach is a b'muter lechel matzah shira but it is permitted to eat flavored matzah because it, you can't be yaitzah the mitzvah with that b'yashloi meram one could say ados gufa v'shulchan aruch teireh is matzah lechel chilah the very fact that the shulchan aruch which means teireh permits us without uh, qualification Without question, that you to esn dan matzah shira that we're allowed to eat flavored matzah during erev pesach. Bavais, this in itself indicates as erev pesach that before the night, the day before pesach, which is a day when you're preparing for the idea of yitzis mitzrayim. Hot of matzah shira. Right there, you see that the Torah gave the permission allows for the idea of eating flavored matzah on Erev Pesach it's clear that it allows it just like in Mitzrayim when they were preparing to leave Mitzrayim they ate matzah ashir or they were permitted to eat matzah ashir Gimel in dem tzivoy fanachilus lechem oini in regards to this mitzvah of eating poor man's bread that we talked about is the posuk mazbir the Pasuk explains why should we eat lechem oini the tamatziba the reason is because in a hurry you left Mitzrayim in a hurry that's why you should eat matzah lechem oini on this night therefore because they were leaving in a hurry there was no time for the dough to rise in other words eating a less than tasty bread although I love matzah and since lechem oini, the poor man's bread, is not just to say that you're not allowed to eat chametz. Lechem oini is not just that it has to be pesach to get not chametz stick. It contains more than that. But it also means that you're not allowed to eat flavored matzah. That's what lechem oini also includes. Is mistaba? Therefore, it's logical to say. As we keep a that when the Torah says, "On this night you shall eat matzah lechem oini," because you left Mitzrayim in a hurry, the reason because you left Mitzrayim in a hurry is oichdem tam favos mekenish yitzesem matzah shira somehow gives a reason is the reason why you're not allowed to eat flavored matzah because you left Mitzrayim in a hurry. You would think that because you left in a hurry means you have to eat matzah. But, but it seems to be also the reason why you have to eat lechem oini, which means unflavored matzah. So that is somehow the reason. Dafim Pashtains, we have to understand. Midvos is bichipozin yatsasa. In what way is because we left Mitzrayim in a hurry? How does that explain why we have to eat unflavored matzah? 
Dalit. From the Mzelm Posakanal Mahatchalasai, from that very same Posak, from the beginning of that Posak, where it says Lai Sechalol of Chomets, you shall not eat Chomets with the Korban Pesach, Shivas Yom and Techalol of Matzis, for seven days you shall eat Matzis. So from the fact that the Torah juxtaposes Chomets and Matzah, do not eat Chomets, and rather eat Matzah, that teaches, Lent Menop, Amiken Yoitzezain, Chavis Matzah, nor that you can only fulfill the mitzvah of eating matzah if you use something that could possibly become chametz and you make sure that it doesn't become chametz you keep it as matzah that's the kind of matzah you have to use in order to fulfill the mitzvah but if you were to use some sort of a dough which couldn't come could become chametz to begin with then that wouldn't be matzah that's only something that could become chametz could become matzah, but if something couldn't become chametz, that's not a that's not a matzah with which you could do the mitzvah. As an example, if somebody were to make a dough out of flour and orange juice, pure orange juice without any water in it, orange juice cannot lead to chametz. Therefore, that kind of mixture cannot become matzah either. It's not matzah. The goyman. and the connection between the reason that is given in the pasuk because you left in a hurry I've demmed in for this halacha which is that the only way that you can make cha- a matzah is from something that could possibly become chametz kemazong bepashtus the connection the relationship between that reason and that halacha is quite obvious what which is vibal as by pesach mitzayim is given a botzik was hot kikend veren chametz. Since the, the dough which the Yidin were making when back in, in Mitzrayim, that was a dough which could have become chametz. Had it been allowed to rise, it would have become chametz. Unar mitzadem bechipozen, and it's only because they had to leave in a hurry, is lehispik lahachmetz. That's why it wasn't given time to become chametz. So over there, the, re, the reason, because you left in a hurry, is the reason why it didn't become chametz. Taf Therefore, in the matzah that we eat, in order to celebrate that, to commemorate that, we're eating it in order to commemorate Yitzhiyus Mitzrayim. That also has to be, it also has to be, the kind of dough which could possibly become chametz. And there has to be a reason why it's not being permitted to become chametz. Medaf is heaten, because we have to watch over it and make sure guard it that it shouldn't become chametz in order to commemorate what happened to the Yidden back then so that explains why that is a good reason because you left in a hurry that's why you have to eat the kind of matzah which could possibly become chametz just like the Yidden there expected it to become chametz but because they left in a hurry that's why they it didn't become chametz so you today have to make sure that you use a dough which could possibly become chametz, but you're going to prevent it from becoming chametz, and that's that's what you're going to use to fulfill the mitzvah. So that is explained. When a says I've the dinim, and since for these two halachas, which are matzah shira that you can't use flavored matzah, and the second one is dvarim she'em boim ledechimotz, and the kind of uh, so in other words, there if it's a matzah which is flavored matzah. Or if it's a matzah which couldn't possibly become chametz, zokta posag. In regards to this kind of 
Matzah the Pasuk says them Zalbim Tam gives the same reason because it gives us the same reasoning because you're left in a hurry is the fun verstandig from this we understand as die zwei sugi matzah anal that these two types of matzah which are either flavored matzah or the kind which cannot become chametz haben bechlolos themselben chesorin have the same fault the same drawback which that you can't fulfill the mitzvah of matzah because they don't ha- they have these faults which somehow interferes with Chipozen, it doesn't, it doesn't um, reflect the fact that we left Mitzrayim in a hurry. How do it, why are they both for the same reason? Because since the Torah gives that as the reason for both of these halachas, for this pasuk gives that as the reason for the both halachas, it must somehow be connected with the fact that we left in a hurry. So we understand that at least in regards to why it has to be matzah, which could possibly become chametz. But we still don't understand why flavored matzah is in any way a, you know, a, a fault in this kind of matzah, because we left an Ari. Le'idr kifintman, on the other hand, we find, as chodsh de dim for matzah shiris gizogivar and ersh by Pesach deiris. Even though the, the prohibition to use matzah, which is flavored, was only after Pesach, after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, as he said right in the beginning, even when they were still in Mitzrayim, there was already this halacha, as the matzah from Leil Pesach, Muzayin, from Azabotzeh, has to be from the kind of dough, which could possibly become chametz. As we learn, how do we know this? The Yerushalmi says, that we learned this from the Pesach, which Shmartah that you have to guard the matzis. What does it mean to guard the matzis? That the only way that we can fulfill the mitzvah of matzah is the kind of matzah that needs you to guard it. But if it's a matzah that can't become chametz, then you don't need to guard it, so you can't be yitzah with that, with that matzah. So that already, is written about the matzah that they ate in Mitzrayim. So therefore, we know already that the matzah that was in Mitzrayim, they already had to, had to be the kind of matzah which could possibly become chametz. Dos heis, the chodj by Pesach Mitzrayim had to ken yoytzezayim, achilus matzah mitzvah shira. That even though it's true that in Mitzrayim they could have used flavored matzah, had to sabagidav zayin azah, but it had to be the kind of flavored matzah of asrich hashimur, that does need to be Guarded that it shouldn't become chametz. The dogma arayim mishum vaserin the For instance, while you're using juice for the dough of the matzah, you would have to mix in some water so that at least, it, even though it's flavored, it still could become chametz because of the water that's in it. Because dan is the isabali de chimutz. If it has water, then it could possibly become chametz. The other rabbi In fact, as we know that if you mix water with juice, then it not only could become chametz, but it speeds up the fermentation process. It becomes chametz even more quickly. So while they could eat uh, flavored matzah, it had to be the kind which could possibly become chametz. Hey, the beer becholze. So to explain this whole thing about the uh, matzah, flavored matzah, matzah that can't become or could become chametz and what could be used before, pace, uh, before Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, what could be used after Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, 
so to explain all that the explanation is going to be by looking at the inner dimension of what matzah is and so on what all these things mean this will be understood now by first explaining the difference between poor man's bread and flavored matzah as it translates to the avayda, the service of ayid to Hashem what does this mean in our personal avaydas Hashem the poor man's bread means that it's a dough made of only flour and water because water doesn't have it doesn't have flavor and it doesn't give flavor into the matzah that you make with it on the other hand flavored matzah is from a or rich man's matzah is from a dough which could be made either with wine or with oil or with honey or other types of juices which give a flavor to the dough what does this mean in the personal lechem means refers to the avayda serving Hashem with submission not because you have uh, an, an interest not because you relish that kind of Aveda because you, you have uh, thought about it and you connect to Hashem and you think that it's right you understand what it accomplishes no, you don't have any of that you don't relish the Aveda you do it because you submit to Hashem's will that's Kabbalah said even though he doesn't understand why it's necessary or what it means or what it accomplishes and therefore because he doesn't understand it then he doesn't have the he doesn't enjoy it necessarily in Inyoni Elokus he doesn't have an inch, uh, uh, an enjoyment of spiritual matters it's beyond him spirituality is beyond me still you serve Hashem because you accept Hashem's um, yoke you accept, you submit to Hashem's will Matzah on the other hand what's Matzah the rich Matzah is the Aveda Mitzah Tambadas that's an Aveda which represents that you understand it you relate to it you know what it means you know what it accomplishes versus the Aveda in, in a and that kind of avayda, you personally enjoy it. It's not that you would rather be doing something else. You very much enjoy doing this avayda because you understand it and you relate to it and you're emotionally connected and so on. When a yid's avayda is only because he submits and it doesn't have the flavor of understanding what it is, emotionally relating to it, then you're in a situation which is that if it were up to you the way you understand the way you feel about it it would be quite possible to not do it you don't have any interest in it you don't relate to it so it's possible that you shouldn't do it so in other words that it's possible that, that you should also invite a wicked or an evil act into your life because you don't understand what's wrong with it it's only that because you have decided to submit to Hashem is a you, therefore you have to suppress evil impulses which is called iskafia 
when that is Eved Hashem and you still serve Hashem even though you don't really relate to it emotionally or intellectually then the Aveda is on the other hand when the Aveda comes because you are personally on board with this kind of thinking and, and activity at least if you're in a perfect level of being on board with it so then your own intellect and your own feelings they completely preclude the possibility to go do something against Hashem's will because you yourself understand it to be so important and the only way the only true way and the only good way and so on why would you do anything different? in other words you're in a situation where in your life you would never think like a tzaddik you would never invite something negative you would never invite a, an Aveira into your life that's if you do it because you understand it and you're on board with it but if you do it only because you submit to it so then as far as you're concerned you would have liked to do that it's only Hashem said no so you submit to His will and you don't do it and that's the connection between these two categories of matzah. Matzah ashira, the rich matzah, which is on the has to be. That's the kind of matzah which would is aligned with the kind of matzah that could never become chametzik and therefore is also disqualified. What's the connection between um, rich matzah and the kind that could never become chametz? because if you look at the inner dimension of what they represent is one detail one of these details is a result of the other one when a person a yid is serving Hashem like a rich matzah which means that he ha- it, it's with his own understanding with his own feelings he's on board emotionally and intellectually that precludes by definition precludes any possibility of chametz if you're, if you're on board if you think it's the right thing why would you do anything negative why would you invite something negative you wouldn't so therefore wealth, um, rich matzah avayda which is based on your own emotional intellectual commitment precludes any other type of life that's the only life you would be interested in just like rich matzah which means flavored matzah which is made with juice of some sort which cannot become chametz generally speaking it could never become chametz unless you mixed in some water as well but otherwise if you were operating uh, uh, matzah which with only rich flavor, then it could never become chametzik. It could never invite evil into its presence. Dafke the avoda fun lechemayni. It's only the avoda which is called poor bread. Kabbalah say which is the avoda which comes because you submit to Hashem. Gitan ortev chametz vera. That could allow for the possibility of inviting something evil into your life. In other words, it could possibly become chametz because you don't really understand why it's necessary to live this way, why it's necessary to do this mitzvah or to not do that avera. Norm is It's only that you have to subdue, suppress your evil impulses. And you don't allow your yitzhar or your impulses to puff up and to take over 
and to dominate and to do what they want to do. You don't allow it. You suppress it. That's called Ushmartem. You shall guard it because you have to put in an effort that the Chomets, the evil, shouldn't rear its ugly head. It would want to. You could have allowed it to do it, but you're working hard to make sure that it doesn't happen. To summarize, rich matzah, which means flavored avayda, that you understand it yourself, you feel for it yourself, doesn't allow any other option. That's the only thing you want to do. Therefore, it's not possible to come to chametz. The Kabbalah soil where you have to submit to Hashem's will is because you yourself are not a, don't understand it. Therefore, you, it could possibly allow for chametz to happen. And therefore, you have to make sure and you have to work hard to suppress any impulses of chametz of evil. These two types of avaydas are expressed themselves in a general way. In the two general ways in which the geula happens. Geulas mitzrayim. On the one hand, you have the way the geula from mitzrayim happened, and geula asida, the geula that will come in the future with Mashiach. By Yitzias Mitzrayim state, in regards to leaving Mitzrayim, it says Kibarachaom. The the people had to run from Mitzrayim. The Yidden had to run to leave Mitzrayim in a hurry. Because the evil within the Jewish people was still very very much dominant, and therefore they had to get away quickly from Mitzrayim. That's why they had to run from the evil because otherwise it could catch up to you. Tumas Mitzrayim, that they'll run from the evil of the impurity of Mitzrayim. Fosdos is the inyam from Lechamayni, which is the same idea of the poor bread, the Aveda from Eskafia, the Aveda in which you have to work hard to reject the evil, because it, is, it, it pulls you to it. It draws you to it. Mashenkin lost it, love, whereas when we talk about the gula that will happen when Mashiach comes, that Zayin Leibachapazin Talecho over there, the Pasuk says, you will not have to leave in a hurry. It won't be a big rush to leave. And it says also that Hashem will remove the spirit of impurity from the world. There will be no impurity left. So therefore, there's no reason to rush away from it. Because the situation is one where one has transformed themselves completely, has no interest in evil, evil doesn't even exist anymore, and there, which is what we call matzah shira, a anavayda, which is the rich matzah where we are there as well. And that's the difference between Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and how that happened and how the Geula Asida will happen. <coughs> and that explains why the Pasuk says, because you left in a hurry, is atam favos the matzah from leopetzach kenizen kematzah shira? That is supposed to explain somehow why the matzah on, er, on the night of pesach cannot be rich matzah. Unish from dvarim sheinu ba'im ledechimus as well as it cannot be from things which could not possibly become chametz. What's the reason? The baldas bechipazin yotzasa because you had to leave in a hurry. Well, the ha the ra is noch given meaning that when the yidden left mitzrayim their connection to evil was still very strong. They still were drawn to it. That's why on the, on Yitz, by Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim you need to act in the way of Kabbalah soil. You have to submit to Hashem. You're drawn to evil, but you have to pull yourself away from it. You have to hurry away from it. 
That's why you have to eat lechamayne. That's why you have to eat poor bread dafke. That's the yavoid of kabbalah soil, as we said. And the reasoning, the rationale for it is because you're still in a state where you had to re- leave quickly. You had to rush away from it. You were very much drawn to the impurity of Mitzrayim. You had to run away. That's why the Avaida now is Kabbalah Sayyid. We're not ready yet for Matzah Shira, where we are there too. We also embrace godliness and holiness and so on. We're not there yet. The Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim means we're not there yet. You would still have to leave in a hurry. And that's why you can't eat matzah, which is which couldn't possibly become chametz, because our matzah could possibly become chametz. Our avayda is still very much there. And it has to be the avayda of Kabbalah soil. That's why it has to be poor bread. Zion. And this idea that on Pesach you cannot use rich matzah is nishnarval inyan is nit It's not only because there is it, it lacks the similarity to what happened in Mitzrayim, and therefore you can't eat matzah shira now either because it's, it's so different from what happened to us in Mitzrayim. For given and even from Baruch because over there they had to run away kabbalah soil, which represents the idea that they had to submit rather than they were interested in it. As we said before, it's not only about that. Nor but also because was in lechem is as because in poor bread, which which means in a general sense in golus mitzrayim, is There is also a there is a certain quality in the kind of in poor bread and kabbalah soil which is lacking in Matzah Shira and the Geula Asida. There's something about the way we experience it, which will be lacking in the Geula when, when Mashiach comes. What is that? Even though when a person is transformed, therefore has no evil within them at all, there's still a certain quality in having to deal with the evil that is within you. Because this kind of avayda is involves your own efforts, your own hard work. It takes a battle between the person, between the yid and the evil, and it, it forces you to have to subdue and sub, sub control the evil impulses. And that's not there in the other kind of Avaida. When in an, in an under signet, to say it in other words, the Inyum from Ishapcha Driktsachhoisen the Mensch Vet Miyuchad Middlekos. Ishapcha, which means transformation, expresses itself in the fact that the the Yid now becomes one with Hashem. We think alike meaning I think in his way of thinking I f- we feel alike meaning I feel the same way as Hashem wants me to feel so I'm one with him in so many different ways by having refined myself that I am more in line aligned with what Hashem wants me to feel and think therefore I am no longer interested in Ra I am no longer interested in evil Whereas in Eskafia, when we have to still work and subdue and control our impulses, over there, what is dominant is not that I'm one with Hashem, 
there it's do- what's dominant is that I submit to Hashem I don't understand it but I have decided to submit to Hashem that's what's dominant that even though my thinking and my feelings is I would allow and I would enjoy and I would invite uh, an experience of Ra however I can uh, control myself and I subdue the, those impulses I do contrary the opposite of what I would like to do and instead I do what Hashem wanted that's what's most dominant that that's what one sees by a yid that is controlling themselves not that they like doing Hashem's work but that they commit themselves to doing Hashem's work and this is one of the explanations that also when Mashiach comes even when Mashiach comes we will still look back to the time of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim and we, that will be an important moment in our history and you might ask what's, what's important about Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim if we went back to many Golos and after that Whereas now we're in the true Geula, which it never will have a Golas again. So why are we looking back to that event, to that experience? The reason is, well, the Tachos HaGavona is, because the ultimate purpose is, as Zolzayim Beidemailis, what Hashem wants out of creation is that there should be both of these qualities. That even when a person is on a, on a level where they've completely transformed themselves and they're completely aligned with Hashem's thinking, the zichur from the metzius other betachlis, a person has completely and utterly refined themselves bisus and gamsinish talking ortavra to the degree where there is no possibility for evil in my life. So oich zayin demaylof and askafia. At the same time, I should also have that submission that askafia needs, which is represented by the goal of a mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, what, where the Yidden were when they left Mitzrayim. The bitl funam Adam, the fact that the person is submitted to Hashem, not just because I find Hashem interesting, but because I see Hashem as the, as the boss, as the king, and I have to submit to Him. And that is expressed in the fact that I need to work hard in order to get there. And that it's not just because I too am there. I'm just interested in this. That's not w- enough. What it needs to have also is that I, as I submit to Hashem's will. Ches. The Alter Rebbe is Mazbir in Torah. The Alter Rebbe explains in Torah. Das was a state by Geulis Mitzrayim. That this, what it says by Geulis Mitzrayim, that I will also bring you, uh, I will take you up also take you up. It's a double expression of bringing you up. Tzvei aliyas. A double expression of eleva- of coming up from Mitzrayim. This Pasig is already alluding to that I will bring you out of Mitzrayim and I will also bring you out of Golos when Mashiach comes. Hashem was already promising um, to Ovis and Moshe Rabbeinu that when, when the Yidin when Hashem brings them up from Mitzrayim, it's not just that where He will bring them up, but there will be the eventual Geula as well. The Mela movement, therefore it's understood as Pungvi der Inyim for Geulas Mitzrayim Ved Zayin, Ved Zagdemonen Veme Ved Dermonen Er Ved Virken Baidem Geula Asida. Therefore, just as we said, 
that even by the Geula through Mashiach, we will still be mentioning, in other words, that there will still be a function of Geula's Mitzrayim. Why are we mentioning it? Because we're looking for inspiration from there. We also want to take what it is that the Geula of Mitzrayim teaches us for today. Just like that is true, so also to the contrary, as Eich by Golos Mitzrayim, that even when the Yidin were only leaving Mitzrayim, it was already necessary that they should recognize and, and relate to that Hashem has promised us that there will be a Gula Asida. So, in other words, just like when we're in Gula Asida, we will look back to Mitzrayim. So also when we're just dealing with leaving Mitzrayim, we're already looking forward to the Gula Asida. That's in them to explain that. Viazoi Kemen Pailam Bazir, how is one able to bring themselves to as Ra is that even when your evil is still very powerful, you're still very much drawn to it. And even after you subdued it, even after you controlled yourself from doing an Avera, Five minutes later, it's back again. You have to deal with it again. Just like when the Yidin by Mitzrayim, that even though they were leaving Mitzrayim, they had to run because they were still drawn to it. Even after they had left, they were still drawn to it. So how does a person deal with this that it's never, it never stops, it never goes away? Even after I controlled myself, it's back again and this constantly keeps going on. So how do we have the strength to keep doing battle with the evil and the Natschei and to be able to overpower it each and every time? What helps this uh, to, be, to be able to happen? The Akkadah when a person recognizes and feels a soft called soft that in the end that the Avodah Feneskafia brings his It's not always going to be this way. Eventually, you keep controlling your impulses. Eventually, you'll tr- be transformed. There will be a Geula Asida. It's not always going to be that you have to run away because you're drawn to it. On the river, and therefore, even before the Geula from Mitzrayim began, they weren't yet leaving Mitzrayim. It was the night before. Is given the Dibur Vaidor. Hashem already told the Yidden about not only am I going to take you out of Mitzrayim, which means I will help you deal with your demons, but only there will be a time when you will be completely free of your demons. There will already be the Gula Asida. Test. This idea that we are already, that Hashem already mentioned the eventual Gula even before they started the Gula's Mitzrayim. It doesn't only mean, you know, 3,000 years from now there's going to be a Gula Asida. I want you to know that in 3,000 years, that's not what it means, that sometime in the future it's going to happen. No, it's but it also gives us the ability that we can bring this kind of life into our reality now as right at the beginning of Aveda when you're at step one of your Aveda you're in, still in Golos Mitzrayim just fighting to get out preparing to get out so there should already be somewhat of a reality of the future Golos you could ask the question 
since we're still at the very beginning of our Aveda. And the Ra'a is not betotfei, and our evil within us is still very powerful, we're still drawn to it. How could it be, even somewhat of a, the kind of life that we will have when Mashiach comes, which means we have no interest in Ra at all, how could that happen now? How, do we, how can we even have somewhat of that even now? The time of Mashiach is when we will be completely transformed with no interest in evil. There is no existence of evil. How could we be already relating to that or functioning on that level now? Even somewhat, even just to, to some degree. Is the beer in them? So the explanation is even though now at the beginning it, it, we're not at the, the at the level yet where we have done away with evil impulses. And that's why our Aveda has to be with a constant battle with evil and we have to completely subdue it and we have to suppress it all the time. And we have to do it only out of submission because we're not there in our emotional connection to it or our intellectual connection to it. But that kind, the Aveda that we do, that we submit to Hashem, doesn't have to be because we are forced to do it. Nor it's not that we are being forced to submit. Our submission has to be who we are. That has to become who we are. Which means, we're only at the level of submission. But you could submit out of, because Hashem for, because we're being forced to, and I don't even want to submit. Or you could say, I want to submit to Hashem. Submitting to Hashem is something that I am. That is who I want to be. I want to be the person that submits to Hashem. Which means you're intellectually and emotionally involved and connected to submission. And then your Aveda, your submission is, you relish it. You enjoy it. It's something that defines who you are. I am a person that submits to Hashem. True. I don't understand why he wants these things, but I love the idea of submitting to Hashem. That is who I want to be. That what that's what defines me as a person. Does haste, in other words, as the In other words, what is I enjoy it? I am there. I love this. That's the gula asida. That defines who you are as a person. That's when you're on board. What are you on board with? You're on board with submission. That the Gula the element of the where you introduce what is going to happen when Mashiach comes into how you experience Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Nishda is not that suddenly my mind agrees with every single thing that the Torah says, uh, understands and is on board, or my emotional connection is to every mitzvah and every experience of, uh, of spirituality not so which eventually of course would have brought me to complete transformation nor my relishing it where I am on board with it is a detail in how I experience Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim which is Kabbalah soil. 
I am on board with Kabbalah Sayyid. I love Kabbalah Sayyid. As the Avaid of Kabbalah Sayyid, that my Avaid of Kabbalah Sayyid is, I relish it. I love it, as I said before. Well, that is the Inu from Golis Mitzrayim. So, also, when we talk about Golis Mitzrayim, was very demand, very love. The fact that when Mashiach comes, we will also look back to Golis Mitzrayim is a saprat in the Gula Asida. It's not that we will go back to the time of Gulas Mitzrayim. It will be an element, one dimension of how we experience the Gula Asida. That Ikira Ilil Asid is Adam. What is the reality in the time of, of Mashiach? That every person has become refined and elevated and now we are all on the same page as Hashem. No, the zichuch vet nish vet zayin nish mid mid madadog mugbol blayz ayfazifu vifel er mitzad zayin mitzias is is mizuchach. It means that my refinement will not be only in accordance with how much I was able to refine myself. In other words. My uh, my intellect is on, is limited. It's not uh, you know like Moshe Rabbeinu. So I have an intellect, and based on my intellect, I was able to refine myself to a certain degree. My emotional capacity is also limited some in some degree, and therefore my emotional connection is only to some degree. That would mean that my ishapcha, my transformation, is only in accordance with what I was able to manage. To bring to the table, but that's not enough. Nor mer from the medinas medinas who zaymetzias my milus abitul, but rather my refinement will be based on the fact that I am submitted to Hashem, and therefore my my connection and my refinement is on Hashem's terms, not on the way I experience refinement, but in the way that Hashem f- wants refinement and defines refinement and because I submit to Hashem that's looking back to Geulah's Mitzrayim that's how I will experience the Geulah in, in, through Mashiach my refinement will be based on my submission to Hashem and not only on what I was able to manage with my own intellect and emotions and this is also the explanation for us the mitzvah the mitzvah the reason why the matzah that the Eden ate in Mitzrayim also chanetzius Mitzrayim as a preparation to leaving Mitzrayim had gikenzaim matzah shira was able to be rich matzah. Aber leider gisaber on the other hand that is gemuzzaim matzah shetzrichashmirer it still shetzrichashimur it still had to be matzah which could not become could technically become chametz but they had to make sure that it didn't. When you bring together the idea of the Gula Sida with Gulas Mitzrayim is done in Mitzrayim. There is a possibility because since we are introducing elements of the Gula Sida into the Gula of Mitzrayim, the Gula Sida is all about Matzah Shira, which means flavored Matzah, that it's transformation, it's how I feel about it. So therefore, they could also be in Golis Mitzrayim. They could be, because of that, an element of rich matzah, where we experience some form of transformation. But those was in Mitzrayim can zayna But this idea that 
when you're still in Mitzrayim, there could be also the possibility of ex- as somewhat experiencing how it'll be in the future, is not in the Pratfanat Shira, is only in the matter of rich matzah. As the Kabbalah as we explained before, that when I submit, it should be with relish. I submit with relish. The word relish actually relates to matzah shira, doesn't it? Ungeschmack. So that the Kabbalah's oil is experienced through with relish. But you cannot allow for the idea that it could still possibly, that it can't come to to become chametz at all. Which which means, of course, that there is complete transformation. Because when a yid is still in a in a condition in a state where we're drawn to ra, we can't allow or we can't imagine that there is such a thing that I cannot become chametzdik. Of course you can. You're still very much connected to Ra. So therefore, the matzah has to reflect who we are, which is, I could become easily chametz. I have to watch carefully. I have to make sure that I don't become chametzdik, that this doesn't happen. And that's why the matzah that they ate, even in Mitzrayim, had to be the kind of matzah which it could possibly be, of course you know that it, you could possibly become chametz but you have to make sure that it shouldn't but because of our connection already to Geula Sida, as we said, Hashem already told us and gave us the news that there will be a Geula Sida, so we are already experiencing somewhat of that uh, of that kind of life, which means that the kind of Kabbalah soil that we practice and that we're experiencing now is that we love the Kabbalah soil that's the remnant, rem, reminiscence of the future Golas but not that we could allow ourselves to imagine that we are disconnected from Ra, of course we're not at this point that's however only possible when the Yidin was still in Mitzrayim but when they're already leaving Mitzrayim Noch the Gula after they were redeemed. And Azoy Ech the Matzah was was mit Essen Belel Pesach Zechel Itzias Mitzrayim. And also the Matzah that we eat today, as a commemoration of having left Mitzrayim. In other words, as leaving Mitzrayim. Muzayin Lechamayni Dafke the Matzah that after they left Mitzrayim, and therefore the Matzah that we eat today to commemorate that leaving of Mitzrayim has to be poor Matzah. The Azbar was there. Why is that? When the Yidin left Mitzrayim, they left behind, that's why they shook off, they're no longer the slaves of Pare. Now we became the servants of Hashem. The moment of leaving Mitzrayim, the event of leaving Mitzrayim was we're no longer slaves of Parai, we commit ourselves to be slaves to Hashem, servants to Hashem, which means we are now accepting Hashem's sovereignty over us. The accepting Hashem as our sovereign comes before committing ourselves to the mitzvahs of Hashem. Similar to what we say to a Colossian Chazal, that when we read Shema, 
why do we read the section of Shema before the section of Bahayim Shemaya? The Gemara says, first we have to accept upon ourselves Hashem as our sovereign. That's Shema Yisroh. Then we could say, we commit ourselves to your mitzvahs. Tell us what you want us to do. So there is a stage, a stage of accepting Hashem's sovereignty, like Rosh Hashanah, and then there is accepting what is it that you want us to do. At Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, they were in the state of accepting Hashem's sovereignty. When in them, Tarzich Nisharayim Mishnayim from Yitzhiyah's Adam. And when we talk about accepting Hashem as the sovereign, there, there is no room for a personal involvement. What do you want? What do you like? That's not the, this is not the time for that. It's total and absolute submission. Similar to what our sages tell us, that if a person is standing before the king and makes the slightest motion, that is the penalty for that could be the opposite of life. It's a very dangerous thing to do. Make a motion in front of the king. When you're standing in front of the king, you do not exist. It's just the king. So therefore, eating matzah shira at the time when we're, in other words, matzah shira expresses my in interest and my uh, relishing of this relationship. This is not the time. The, doing that completely negates the concept of accepting the sovereign. And that's why once the Yidin are leaving Mitzrayim and therefore when we commemorate that once we are eating matzah today there cannot be any even the slightest amount of taste our what we enjoy about it is not the issue because accepting the sovereignty of Hashem as we said to become the servants of Hashem is is only through poor bread absolute and utter submission